7.31. So the new southern policy that we've been talking about extensively, the uh, effort by President Moon Jae-in to reach out to the likes of Thailand, Myanmar and, and Laos, um, it, it's, it's been one of those uh, processes that, of course, is going to draw some scepticism potentially from the countries that you're reaching out to. But, but one would also hope that there are opportunities for all involved to, to, to find a way to, uh, to, to progress in that regard. Um, we've got on the line E.J. Hyun, uh, Senior Fellow of ASEAN and Oceana Studies Programme at ASEAN Institute for Policy Studies. Thank you very much for taking the time. Uh, thank you for having me. Um, one of the main objectives of this policy is to balance out diplomacy, which currently tilts towards the US, China, Russia and Japan. And when things go wrong, like with THAAD or like recently with Japanese trade curbs, how do you evaluate the new southern policy um, so far? Yeah, I mean, so far, the, um, I guess the general performance of the new southern pol- policy was fairly good. The, first of all, the, the policy and South Korea's commitment uh, to pursue good relations with Southeast Asian countries is widely recognized in Southeast Asia. And the, um, the most impressive part of this policy was kind of continuity or sustainability. You know, as you know, in the past two years, there have, have been so much things happening in the Korean Peninsula between uh, North Korea and South Korea and the surrounding superpowers, but uh, the policy momentum to pursue good relations with Southeast Asian countries is still there, as you can see in the presidential budget to these uh, three countries. And the policy, the New Zealand policy, is um, uh, backed up by some institutional innovations like you know, reshuffling um, Ministry of Foreign Affairs structure, and uh, setting up a, a presidential committee and strengthening our representative to the ASEAN Secretariat. So towards Southeast Asian countries, so far the uh, performance of New Zealand policy was quite good. Well, President Moon has shown the initiative by visiting in person, but how's the scheme gaining even more momentum with ties surrounding Japan's trade curbs and, and the ongoing U.S.-China trade war affecting it? Well, as you know, the one of the background of the New Sudan policy by the Moon Jae-in government was growing the uh, strategic competition between the U.S. and China. And as a as a country caught in between the U.S. and China, we needed more kind of uh, 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 leverage or negotiation power against these powers, and we we needed to avoid the negative impacts coming from this power rivalry. So that is what this Moon Jae-in government uh, 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 say, the um, diplomatic diversification. One of the core elements of diplomatic diversification of this government was um, New Southern policies. So it's basically getting more friends who are facing the same strategic dilemma. And regarding the Korea-Japan dispute uh, in, list, in recent months, it was not originally uh, uh, a background of this new southern policy, but as you can see, the, um, the episode in the uh, ASEAN Regional Forum in August, some uh, Southeast Asian foreign ministers came out 
to criticize Japan's measure toward the South Korea, trade measure toward the South Korea, and they said that the, um, there's no point for Japan to drop South Korea from the uh, white list, so-called white list. Instead, they said the Japanese government has to expand the white list uh, uh, countries. So um, in this sense, the um, um, Southeast Asia, uh, South Korea found a new importance of Southeast Asian countries in dispute with Japan. The fact that uh, President Moon was in Thailand among the three nations, Myanmar and Laos as well, for this latest trip, can we read a lot into that, considering Thailand holds the chair for ASEAN this year? Um, well, basically, the ASEAN chair country is very important um, for many reasons. Uh, for the, as you know, we have a, a Korea ASEAN commemorative summit at the end of this year, and as a, as a chair country, Thailand could uh, will do a great, uh, uh, important role for the smooth proceeding of the. Um, of the, um, the summit at the end of this year. So um, this visit, uh, uh, President Moon Jae-in's visit to Thailand was uh, uh, made at good timing. And um, and uh, beyond that, uh, we are trying to uh, develop uh, deeper uh, relations and cooperation with um, uh, some Mekong countries, Thailand, Laos, Myanmar, Cambodia, and Vietnam, and then this visit was a great, uh, will add more uh, momentum for the success of the uh, Korea-Mekong summit at the end of this year. Now, Japan is known to be a major partner for Thailand itself. Yeah, yeah. In trade, investment, Um, and economic aid, taking up 43% of Thailand's foreign direct investment but uh, while Korea stands at just uh, 2%, what do you make of mm. South Korea and Thailand signing a military pact during the trip? Um, yep. the, and, and, and the fact that uh, we've obviously seen the military intelligence sharing agreement with Japan fall apart recently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we're at the um, terminating Jisomia with, uh, with Japan and the signing a new Jisomia with Thailand was kind of you know, a hot, hot topic. And, but I don't... Uh, Want to put the um, this new signing uh, of Jisomia with Thailand in the context of uh, dispute, uh, Korea's dispute with, with Japan? I guess these two Jisomia ish are separate. So the um, what I'm saying that uh, finishing Jisomia with Japan uh, and the um, new signing, starting with uh, a new one with Thailand, they are just a, a simply coincidence. We are not. Uh, replacing uh, Jisomia with Japan and uh, with with, with a new one with Thailand. Jisomia is basically uh, about the protection of military information rather than uh, exchange of military information or intelligence information. So uh, when South Korean government made the decision to deepen defense and military cooperation with Thailand, we definitely need a new Jisomia with Thailand. So it has nothing to do with, as far as I understand, it has nothing to do with uh, finishing Jisomia with with uh, uh, Japan. So, for example, you know when we um, have a new military exercise with uh, Thailand or even you know ship or aircraft visit to Thailand, there are certain information that we have to protect. For that reason. 
to deepen our military and defense cooperation with Thailand, GSOMIA is most. And on top of that, we already have a 35 GSOMIAs. So um, this um, new signing of uh, uh, GSOMIA with Thailand has nothing to do with uh, uh, terminating one with Japan. I guess whenever we hear GSOMIA, we always think now of uh, the Japan agreement. But Myanmar is an interesting example to to reflect on a bit further. I know before the trip, there was a lot of talk how Myanmar was a land of opportunity for Korean financial organizations and uh, banking leaders went with President Moon there. Um, We saw President Moon and State Councillor Aung San Suu Kyi agree that there are similarities between New Southern Policy and Myanmar's sustainable development plan. Can you elaborate a little further on this potential connection? Okay, uh, basically Myanmar's uh, sustainable, what it calls sustainable development plan is not just about uh, simply developing economies. It is quite comprehensive. It has the intention intention to change the whole society. As you know, the Myanmar has been under military dictatorship for a long time. And they initiated a political liberalization in 2011. Now they have a civilian government led by uh, Aung San Suu Kyi. And after this political liberalization, what people in Myanmar want is economic development. So for that purpose, the Myanmar government came out with this um, new plan called SDP. And it has got so many elements uh, ranging from the... um, upgrading governance systems and the macroeconomic uh, management tax system, even uh, uh, peace among the ethnic groups and enhancing uh, infrastructure, education, and health. So it has so many elements in that plan. Basically, if you look at New Southern policy, one of the main points of this policy is to uh, share our economic growth experience with the Southeast Asian countries. Mm. And if you look at the um, uh, the elements of New Zealand policy, there's one element uh, focusing on economic development. That's uh, what I call prosperity uh, uh, leg of the policy. And if you read that policy direction, it clearly says that um, Southeast Asian countries' economic development will be South Korea's economic gain in the future. Basically, it aims mutual prosperity in the sense uh, through ODA, through sharing experience. There are a lot of things that we can do together with Myanmar for the the development of uh, Myanmar economy and the Myanmar people's uh, welfare. What can be done with ASEAN countries more generally as well, concerning ensuring peace and stability in the region, particularly as it relates to the peace process in the Korean Peninsula? Mm. Um, One of the main uh, points for the uh, peace building in Southeast Asia is uh, how to we how, how to manage the um, uh, non-traditional security issues and human security issues in Southeast Asia? For example, you know, natural disasters, illegal uh, uh, people smuggling, and small arms trading, and maritime security and safety. In those areas, there are a lot the South Korea can do with. Uh, Southeast Asian countries. And on top of that, we 
have to put some emphasis on rural-based regional order in this part of the world. Both uh, Southeast Asian countries and Korea have uh, achieved economic growth at, uh, uh, in the context of existing um, Right. I'd like to just finish by asking how significant it is that President Moon Jae-in is now uh, going to have visited all ASEAN nations ahead of the, uh, the summit with Korea and member nations in November. And, and that President Moon has, has mentioned even that he'd like to invite North Korean leader Kim Jong-un to the summit. D- has he really strongly solidified his ties now with those ASEAN countries? Oh, well, the, um, the fact that uh, President Moon Jae-in visited all 10 countries, it displays the South Korea's commitment in pursuing good relations and, the, um, uh, and, and in uh, implementing New Zealand policy. Uh, regarding Kim Jong-un's visit, nobody knows he will come or not. But there are bright and dark side. First, the bright side, at the, at the moment, the uh, Korean Peninsula uh, peace is kind of in a standstill. It could be the Kim Jong-un's it could be a new breakthrough in this sense. But right. at, at the same time, the um, Korea-ASEAN commemorative summit could be overshadowed by Kim Jong-un's visit. That's yeah, that, I mean, it does seem like we are, not we personally, but the, the, the Moon administration is uh, mixing together several issues. It's going to be challenging to uh, have multiple successes. And mm-hmm. hard to see Chairman Kim Jong-un attending that summit the way things are right now on the North Korea front. Um, we've got to leave it there. Thank you very much for giving us your thoughts today, E.J. Hun. Okay, thank you so much.